Welcome to Unsigned Hype episode 9. On this episode, I have the pleasure to talk to the incredible artist Novin. Prior to her interview, I asked Novin which song she would play for someone that wasn't familiar with her music yet. Novin chose her song Find My Light, and if you're not familiar with Novin's music yet, here's a snippet of that song before we jump into the interview. This is Unsigned Hype. The song you just heard is called Find My Light by Noveen. Noveen, why is Find My Light the song you would play for someone that has never heard your music before? Thanks for having me. Um, Find My Light is from my last EP. And for me, it's like the go-to song that I always play when I perform live. And I feel like it has a little bit more of a positive, upbeat vibe, but it's still groovy, which I really love. And lyric-wise and meaning-wise, when you listen to the whole EP, it's the part of the EP where it's more like leaning towards this um, positive outlook where you're seeing some kind of hope in a bad dark situation of your life in a bad chapter so to me it sounds like you're using music and you've most recently in your latest releases used music in a very therapeutic way for yourself i think sometimes it can help to like it can be like a journal if you're going through something and often journaling and writing stuff down and instead of actually just journaling you're making a whole piece of art out of it or you're creating something new and then you also put it out there for other people to connect with you if they're going through something similar and I think that's so special that you can do that with music and it can also make you feel uh, better because you know you're not going through this alone or you have people who relate to you. Yeah and you've uh, I've, I've noticed that you've, you've shared with, with you know you share with your followers um, obviously content you um you you do cover songs i think i've i've seen several cover songs that you did over the last couple of years um be it snow allegra songs or bob marley or other artists that inspire you um mm -hmm. sade mm -hmm. as well um d what do you believe is is the is the purpose or um the yeah, the, the the goal of of getting your community involved in into your into your your process and also singing for them, because I think in general you you seem to be a very private person. Um, however, you do like mm -hmm. to share these moments with people and singing live. And um, I'm wondering what, yeah, what benefits you see um, in doing that, involving the community in that in that process. Um. Overall, it's just this connection that you get with them through sharing. Like, I feel it's easier for me to share something about myself through my music instead of talking and sharing my everyday life. I'm, as you said, I'm very private and introverted. But when it comes to creating something, I feel like if you release it, you will see the people who really listen will really understand and maybe also get a bit of a glimpse of who I am. And I think, yeah, just sharing music generally can connect people in a way that um, you won't be able to 
by just trying to see me post random stuff. <laughs> yeah. That's interesting because I the first thought in my mind is, you know, you, you do share a lot of personal things in your songs. What for you makes it different to write a song about what you what you're going through in your personal life versus putting a post out there or writing a blog article about it. What is it mm -hmm. about music that makes it easier for you to open up to the outside world? Mm, I think because in the process of making the song, I have more time and um, to think about what I want to share, how I want to put it in what, to wor what words I want to put it into. And um, also you can play a lot with the, creative process in terms of okay this song maybe to someone it would be about a breakup but to me it's about something else but we still connect um so you can connect on different levels as if you maybe share something specific i also feel like to me it can be uncomfortable to speak into the camera or just write something like how today i'm feeling like this i don't know because it's hard to explain it's just way easier for me to put it into um, music because I can think about it and it's all like not a fast decision it's more like okay I listen to it over and over and I'm like do I want to share this yes I think this is good this these words make it sound uh, maybe more beautiful or mm. this makes it sound more like a, you can envision something when you listen to it you see a picture or playing with metaphors and stuff like that so it's a bit different than just sharing, um, yeah, sharing it in my story or something when yeah. I would talk about myself. I want to go back a little bit to your early beginnings. Um, you know, Come Around, as mm -hmm. I think the track you put out first on Spotify, on SoundCloud, that's like the first piece of Nuveen that you shared with, with people. Um, mm -hmm. The song Come Around was part of your Solitude EP. Can you can you take me back to that to that day where you where you decide to upload a song and and share your your creativity and your artistry with with other people? Actually, I have had other stuff online way before that years back, um, but that's not there anymore because I felt like it wasn't completely me. And yeah, I, back at that point, I haven't really found my sound yet. And Come Around was like the first song where I felt a bit like, oh, this has an interesting message. And um, it was actually, I think I started the song as an assignment. I went to university here and studied music. And in my songwriting production class, we had to um, produce something by ourselves um, to, like, to learn the tools and stuff. So that was a song that I started with. And... It, I was very insecure about it in the beginning. Um, but then I showed Why? it in class and people really seemed to like it. Um, because I had to like, I, I made the beat myself and stuff. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I felt like, oh, I'm not so good at putting it into logic and stuff. Like I often have ideas, but I don't know how to put it in and stuff. So it was very like, ah, oh, I don't know. I'm not a producer. And in the end, obviously, my producer helped me a lot with the song. But the first ideas came from me, and that was very, oh, wow, I've never done that. Put it into the project myself and start the whole thing. I also came up with the chords um, at first. 
super random chords on the keys, just two chords, because I was inspired by Erika Badu, mm -hmm. um, uh, on and on. And it's also just like two chords, I think, and very jazzy new soul chords. And I was playing around on the keys and then I was like, wait, this sounds a bit like weird and neo solely. And I kind of like when stuff sounds a bit weird. So I um, said, I want to try these chords. And then, um, yes, that's how it started. And then my producer helped me develop the whole thing and make it a whole finished project. How was the response of people? What because I can imagine it's quite an anxious thing to have your per your first song be out there and people can freely access it and listen to it. Um, do you check a lot on statistics and plays? Are you in that moment when you release it, are you very excited to see how well it's going to do? Or what do you think once it's out and what's the feedback you're getting from people? Oh, I'm very nervous. I definitely look at... Um at the streams and how many comments and what do people say and this and that. Um, since it was one of my first releases, people were very excited for it, you know, because it's also friends and family who are very on it because, oh, what, she's releasing something. And um, it was overall positive. And we also shot like a little video in Jamaica to it us by ourselves, just like a this whole DIY music video thing became a whole thing back then so we we also tried that and yeah it was definitely very exciting but i was also nervous about it because i wasn't sure like how people gonna are they gonna like it is it too repetitive are they gonna like the lyrics are they gonna get it you know and so you you're already starting to do all this this stuff you you think about marketing you think about you know the next steps now the song is out you you want to do a video for it how How much was there still of, hey, it's fun, I'm just doing this for fun, versus this could potentially become a career that I will earn money with? Do you already think about these things in the early beginnings, or is it just more like a fun project? Oh, it's always been serious to me. <laughs> um, I always wanted to become an artist or a singer, first a singer and artist. I always wanted to make a living from this, so it's always been in my head. So I, I guess I also pressured myself a lot, had high expectations because I didn't really know how things worked yet in the business. Um, so, yeah, it was always like, ah, I hope this is going to like get me somewhere. I hope this next song is going to get me somewhere. And yeah. And what's this? What's this somewhere? What's what do you envision? Like, what is your dream scenario in that moment? Um. I think it used to be more focused on, in the beginnings, I was focused a lot on, oh, I need to gain a lot of followers. I need to go viral. I need to get a bunch of streams. And I was maybe a little bit, uh, how do you say? I didn't have a very realistic view on how hard it actually is. Mm. Um, so I've been humbled over the last years. Uh, and yeah, just meeting the right person and, you know, getting into certain sessions and um eventually just making a solid living from it i mean i had this dream from when i was little so all i could see on tv and stuff like that was these people on these big stages and touring and uh, in the top 20 of the charts and all of that <laughs> so um that was definitely like a view i had on it but um 
Yeah, I mean, Big Stage is still some kind of dream of mine, but um, it's a long process. Time for a musical interlude. Here's Novin's song, Full Moon, released in 2019. current state of the music industry and you know people putting out you know there's there's artists artists that are more of like mystical figures i don't know you could take someone like frank ocean people say about him that you know he Mm -hmm. he needs to put out more music he's he's very mysterious and then you have (laughs) other major artists that put out new releases pretty much on a weekly basis Mm, you've -hmm. released a new song pretty much ever every year since you put out your first EP, I would say on average, do you believe that you need to put out more music to to be out there more and to have more content to give to the people that follow you? Or, um, and what's what's holding you back in that case? Um, and do you believe it's, it's not enough or sh- do you want to put out more music? Um, yeah. Is that something you think about sometimes? Um, oh, a lot. <laughs> It's definitely something that I am myself not sure about yet. I go back and forth with, I have so much music that's done also, but I feel like, what is my plan? Should I just keep releasing without a budget or should I wait till I have a budget or a plan and then release and push that? Because I also had phases where I just released, where I was like, ah, I'll just keep releasing and um, without a whole plan. And sometimes it went okay, sometimes not. I mean... It is tough to also reach people through Instagram by now because the algorithm has changed a lot. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I'm also often talking to my producer, my boyfriend. What should I do? Should I just keep releasing to release and to be out there? Or should I wait until I have an actual plan and and until I can push it? Or what should I do? Because sometimes then financially it's like, okay, I might not be able to push it the way I want to for quite some time then I'm going to be not releasing for quite some time. Is that a good idea? Or So that's definitely something I'm thinking about a lot and I'm still struggling with making the right decision. Or, <laughs> But quality is always important. Like I'd rather release quality music than 
<laughs> than just releasing random stuff that's not on a good level. Yeah. Yeah. And and when do 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 you have an idea of how you can solve this question for yourself? Because I think you mentioned you you did release with a plan in the past and sometimes you just released things without a plan. Where's the difference? What what first of all, can you can you explain a little bit what does releasing with a plan mean versus just releasing random things without yeah, a proper strategy? Um with a plan to me that was often just meant having a budget and then hiring some kind of PR agency that helps you with trying to get you into the Spotify playlist algorithm or helping you to get on online magazines and stuff like that to get a bit of traction. And um, I would also use Instagram ads sometimes by myself and target a lot. And like um, we would go through a lot of different targets and see what works best and stuff like that. And eventually if we found something, we would push a bit of money into that. And sometimes it would also help. I also one time really put a lot of budget into that. And I noticed I got a bunch of streams that was on memories. That's quite some time ago now. And also my last two releases, but there I also had help from Initiative Musik. Mm -hmm. So um, I'd had a budget to push those last two singles. Um, but the thing is with my EP, for example, <laughs> the biggest project, um, that was where I just felt like I just want to release I just need this as a therapy and I just want to release it. And I don't care if I don't have a plan. I just didn't care at that point. But funny enough, it somehow still went okay and still got some airplay. And I still got a lot of feedback on it, which surprised me because I was like, huh, I didn't really plan anything. I didn't have a PR campaign. I just kind of used a bit of Instagram ads, not even much. I didn't have much of a budget. So I don't really know how it got this traction but i guess it's just somehow i reached the right people at the right time but that's i mean you can never plan that and see that ahead yeah it, and do you so in hindsight when you know when you say things things went well with your recent ep how how do you measure that how do you know when things are successful to you versus they're not mm. I mean, it used to be to me more like, oh, how many streams do I get? So by now it's not anymore so focused on that because it's really difficult to, if you don't get, I don't know, lucky and get on some editorial playlist or something, it can be hard to get a lot of streams. And um, so looking at the streams, I definitely know it's not crazy. It could be way more, but I just feel like I got a lot of um, messages and feedback and also radio play in the UK and stuff. And also not just the UK, also in Italy and here. And I was like, oh, how did they find it? Um, they seem to like it though. <laughs> um, and also just people telling me how it, uh, how my music makes them feel and a lot of shares and just this whole feedback from the community made me feel really like, oh, this was a good idea. This was good to share this because I also felt a bit scared sharing something. So um vulnerable hmm. how what what in hindsight what did you do how would you say you what what do you do differently nowadays um I, if we take toxic love for example your most recent release 
I'm curious to hear how you would mm -hmm. describe come around Novin versus toxic love Novin. What are these different artists or what are, what are these two people um, doing differently? I try to have a bit more of a structure with posting. Like I think about it more like what could I post here and there. I try to plan it a little bit more because otherwise I get so overwhelmed and stressed about it. Um, and with Toxic Love, I think for that one, I had a bit more pressure to write it. Because there was like a bit of a time schedule where I had to present the songs um, and finish them so we could make the video and all of that. It was a bigger project overall because we had um, a great creative team on this one for the video production, Cycle Studios. Um, so overall, it was just a way bigger project. Mm. Uh, I thought more about how I want to look. Um I contacted designers in Berlin and uh, got some outfits for this video and Eternal as well. But this song also um, was a bit more like having someone else in the video. And it was kind of like exciting to have a bigger team on this. And that's kind of how I also want to or hope I could work in the future. Um, have, and writing a bigger the song, team with you, you mean? Yeah, yeah, it definitely makes a big difference than doing everything yourself um but this was also a different situation you know with the help of the initiative music mm -hmm. uh, so i know that this can't be like it can't be like this all the time yeah, but you have you do have your people that you collaborate with on a regular basis you mentioned your partner and also um one of your producers um I, 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 he is I came my across, producer. <laughs> he, he's he is your producer and your partner, right? Because I came across two names, yeah, Benjamin yeah. Anderson and Loris Geisen, I think, are two people that two guys that, yeah. that um support you a lot in your creative processes. Um now you mentioned, you know, reaching out to designers, so having a bigger bigger team in general. Um How important is that to you? In what ways does that help you to get your music to the next to the next level? And how do you build relationships like that? Um, I think it's always good to have more people involved because in the end it will also create more traction and talk about the song and the release. But it's also great to have more creative um, visions involved because it can just push yeah push your project to a new level because maybe the designers can bring in something that i wouldn't have thought of because i mean i'm not a designer mm. and um yeah like the creative team with the video has a great vision for the the visuals that i wouldn't have thought of so the more creative people are involved the more it can like um lift up the vision if you can say that <laughs> no for sure is that you think that um, is that one of the most challenging things, what you just mentioned, you know, that often you have to do a lot of things on your own as an artist? What, what is in your mind, if you look back at the last years of you making music, what has been the biggest challenge for you um, as a creative? Mm, generally, I would say social media. <laughs> it, uh, it's always been a bit much. I, I find it a little bit can become overwhelming because 
as you can tell, I don't post that much. It doesn't come as natural to me. So I'm very like planned. It has to be about music. It has to be about this, you know, and, um, keeping this like social media going, this whole thing is to me personally, very exhausting. Um, yeah. Cause I also overthink a lot and I'm like, nah, why should I share that now? Who cares? <laughs> so to me, I'm always like, ah, it should be about the music. Time for another musical interlude. Here's Novin's song, Wanna Be Yours, released in wondering how do you how do you balance that because yeah we you, we've talked about this a little bit you being a very private person but then we live in a time again um today where where people are so out there all the time posting content every minute like people that win are the people that you know it's at least it feels like that that post tiktoks all day and that you know are really out there how, how do you balance that mm -hmm. you yourself um finding the right way of being out there versus also keeping enough privacy for yourself do you have is there a way to describe it well the thing is i am not balancing it because i know that i'm posting too little i i feel like an artist on my level should probably be posting every day and i tried that for some time but i was like i'm starting to reach a point where i'm just posting to post and it doesn't have any meaning to myself i was like trying to some years ago post three cover songs every week and every day in a story. But at some point I was just like, there's not always something to share. Sometimes I just don't do anything or I don't feel like it. So it can become very forced. And by now I'm a bit over it. So I'm like, I'll post when I have something special, like mostly music, um, private stuff, not so much. Um, yeah. So I know I'm, I should be probably doing more, but I often just post that. I have a phase where I post a lot when I release something and then it gets less and less and then I disappear again for like weeks or so. And I'm like, oh, I haven't posted for like a month. Oops. <laughs> yeah. But and that's what, you, what very... you hear a lot, unfortunately, is that, you know, the, these algorithms, they only work if you keep feeding them. Right. 
So that's always the problem with social media. And mm -hmm. I totally feel you on, on that. I, I also really don't like it. I don't like posting um, anything, mm -hmm. actually. But um, <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, we were almost like forced to do it to, to be out there nowadays. Yeah, I think that's it's exhausting because, I mean, yeah. I'm a musician. I like to write songs and release songs, but I'm not really like an influencer or something. Um, and the more followers you have, the more you're picky about what you want to share. At least I am. Um, but do you ever think I about also got a little bit over this whole Instagram algorithm changing constantly and you don't really know anymore what creates the most engagement. And mm. I don't even know how to <laughs> engage in the best way. What should I ask? What should I write? Um, I find it so cool. Like Frank Ocean, for example, or these artists that post once a year and they just have their loyal fan base and no matter what they'll be there so yeah, yeah. i love frank ocean i love his artistry um and i see also the similarity because i think he's also very very private into himself and um i don't even know if he enjoys performing that much he's, he's very like he disappears for years but he's still doing his thing and i find that so cool Do you ever think about other marketing way or ways to market your music if it's not social media? Like, do you have other ideas and thoughts about how you can push your music in a different way? Mm, not really. <laughs> um, that's a topic where I'm still like, yeah, I still need to learn a lot or find out what could help push my music apart from this whole posting stuff. And I mean, live performances, even though you probably will need to promote that also through social media, but um, how, how, how is that going for you? Do you, are you planning shows? Are you connected with booker, booking agencies and stuff like that? Or is that still a very early stage in your career? Um, I don't have a booker yet, no. <laughs> I really hope that I can get there soon. It's really difficult to get a booking agency to put you into their roster. So that's, yeah, that's definitely a goal I've been, I'm still working on. Um, I do know someone who's connected to a booking agency, but I haven't gotten the chance yet to like open for someone or something to prove myself. Um, yeah, I have gigs here and there. Um, next one will be next week. And in September, um, But yeah, I, I wish, I hope to get more regular booked gigs and also paid gigs to maybe also just have something solid every month or so. Yeah. What, what's, what, what do you think is so, what, what is difficult about, about performing live and, and getting the opportunity to perform live? What, what kind of roadblocks did you run into? You know, you mentioned finding a booker and, What, what what's the biggest challenge about that about finding the right is it is it always luck like do you need to be lucky to find the right person or uh, do you believe that maybe music wise you're not where people expect you to be maybe or do they look at your social media and think Noveen is not doing enough uh, in terms of social um, media work that you know we can't really benefit of that what what do you believe is could be a reason for you being where you are right now. And I don't want to judge the level of, of um, 
yeah of of where you're at but just in your own words like how could you get to the next stage in your career mm, i just think it's a mix of everything maybe like seeing oh she i don't know doesn't have more than she doesn't have 10k followers or whatever i don't know if they look a lot at that i think they do i think they do look at um how many streams and monthly listeners you have so that's also something where i'm not so uh big on yet so i kind of still need to work on the streams and the numbers which is difficult sometimes a bit unfortunate that that's the only factor um but i guess they want to see that you can bring in an audience um so yeah i guess i just have to keep building and keep releasing and trying to reach people and get them in and make them my loyal listeners <laughs> hmm. in general what do you you know knowing all the things that you know about the music industry now um, and what it is like to be a part of the music industry what do you wish you would have known about everything before you decided to become a musician mm, that it's a long journey <laughs> Um, not everyone will have the luck to just like, you know, become successful overnight, if you can say so, like go viral or something. Um, if that doesn't happen, it's a long journey and you just have to keep going. Even though it seems like it's going slow, you still have to try and keep releasing, keep going, even if you might not always get your flowers. So that was something i didn't know when i started that it's going to be so such a long way long journey to build and what what keeps you going on this journey still sometimes it's like some messages or comments that i randomly get like even though i'm quiet for some time i still get sometimes like a message or a comment here and there where people are like saying whoa this is so great and underrated and you know that kind of pushes me like oh there's still people who listen to me even though i'm not always out there and sometimes it's just i mean obviously that's music is something i love art is something i love so even though i say oh, i'm so done with this I, i just can't stop you always go back to it and do you have advice you know I'm, I'm getting to my final questions now um but i was wondering if if someone's listening right now <laughs> who's maybe just wanting to start a career in music and also put out you know their first song um what advice would you give to that person um what advice hmm. let me think <laughs> i would say time. yeah you you gotta keep going even when it seems like things are going slow they're still going you know um don't forget to look back and see what progress you made because i feel like personally i often have phases where i'm like oh nothing happened and nothing's happening and then i'm like wait a minute and then my boyfriend reminds me yeah you did you did two big releases this year you did this you just you did that don't forget that just because it's quiet now doesn't mean you didn't do any make any progress so I feel like you always have to see the big picture and just generally important is to stay true to yourself and authentic because sometimes it can happen that people will try to change you too much and you think you have to do that to become successful and then maybe you regret it because 
I had moments like that too where I felt like, um, okay, but this is not me and I want to stay true to me and be authentic with what I do. And talking about other potential artists that might be out there, I'm also curious to hear from you. Who who are artists that you believe deserve more attention who are also just starting out uh, their um, career as musicians? Do you have one or two people that you want to uh, mention here? Um, Celine Love is her name. She went to university with me. Uh, she's now located in London. And I think she does some great stuff. <clears throat> she definitely deserves more attention. <laughs> um, she's a great songwriter and singer. And I think she's also very consistent. So I, I think she deserves more. Cool. My last question to you, and we've already kind of addressed or, or discussed this a little bit, but in general, <laughs> what, what do you do it all for? This this whole these years of making music and and being on this journey, um, what do you do it all for? Mm, you mean why I do it, or could be could be anything that comes to mind. What's what's your what's your overall mm, goal? Well, it's been a dream of mine for basically all my life. <laughs> so it's just me chasing my dreams. Um, Yeah, I'm just trying to live my dream. I'm trying to make my dreams a reality and also hopefully reach people and connect with them through music. Um, yeah, I mean, it's my passion and <laughs> yeah. Louvine, thank you so much for this uh, conversation. I really enjoyed it. Um, thank you. <laughs> Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. This was Unsigned Hype episode 9 with Noveen. The song you're hearing right now is called Toxic Love. You will find the song in the Unsigned Hype podcast playlist, along with all other songs discussed in this episode. Make sure to support Noveen by checking out her music and following her on social media. And for your weekly Unsigned Hype, make sure to also follow us on Spotify and Instagram. All the links are in the show notes below.